Yeah, well, take whatever I'm about to say with a grain of salt, the size of a salt lamp. <laughs> um, I can only speak from what I have put together in my own personal experience, as well as uh, the sources that I would trust. But this doesn't mean I have anywhere near a, a full complex view. However, whatever I say, if it's helpful for you, then man, I'm really grateful. There are two main ways to enter into adepthood. One is the mystical and one is the magical. Now, remember I told you there's a lot of overlap, mm -hmm. but the mystical is, uh, for just to make it super simple, it's the approach of called the via negativa um, in Latin, which means like the, the negative way, but not STS, service to self negative. Negative in the sense of the Greek called the apophatic, which is where you enter a state of um, surrendering into the larger presence of God. And it's not one in which you visualize things. It's like centering prayer. Um, centering prayer would be an example of one, or the works of Meister Eckhart, um, Cynthia Bourgeau. I mean, these these ideas, Thomas Keating, these ideas of uh, basically surrendering into the unity and oneness of all things, and then from unity of consciousness, then approaching life um, and doing magic, kind of like high magic work. Uh, but it's not you as separate um, it's like to kind of put it as an analogy it would be where um, you are entering into a larger sphere of being and then from that larger sphere are you know are very conscious of being embodied but it's it's both you and not you it's both you and god in you mm -hmm. and from that luminosity of wholeness you know from that uh extraordinarily um divine human christ consciousness there can do things but also are protected in this luminosity of wholeness and it's the mystical and so that the mystic for example concentrates and orients their life towards um, <clears throat> fostering this unit of consciousness uh, when you say protected what do you mean protected by like the veil and their density well protected say by um, even protected by say for negative for negative entities I mean okay. there's times when you one would want to put on additional protection through magical work mm -hmm. depending on the work that's done but um, there, there's a way that a truly embodied unitive consciousness person who has achieved through the mystical state a, a real fullness of incarnation the way we talked about you know mm -hmm. the path up is the path down and mm -hmm. uh, and when that happens like ascension is our incarnation is ascension, you know, the sense of like being fully here, God as me, me as God, me in God, God in me, panentheism, pantheism, and pan-experientialism, like all of that. Mm -hmm. And then from that place, do what's what I call pan-sacramentalism. 
pan-sacramentalism is where you as God, knowing you are God and God is in you and God is you, then blessing the whole world, like to raising it to the level of the sacrament. And Rob talks about this as being the purview of the violet ray, which is like like way beyond even adept level. Um, okay. Adept would be the indigo. Violet ray is is intelligent infinity, intelligent energy. I mean, it's it, there's no higher, and it's it's this sense of rate seeing everything, blessing everything, raising it to the level of the sacrament, which it already is in potentiation, mm-hmm. but to recognize it, cognize original thought, the cognition, God's original thought, experience the self, recognize, to think again is to take what is here and then through your investment of love, actualize it into its fullness, to its full wholeness that always and everywhere was true in time space and then bring it, love it into its full wholeness in space time. That is the sacramental level. And that can be done through the mystical path where you don't have to do breathing or uh, don't have to, you know, concentrate on body posture, um, that kind of thing, because you literally are in Christ. Christ being the already incarnated uh, thought form of wholeness itself. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, the magical path is starting from a place of um, e- even if there's a recognition of unity, it's it's kind of starting from a place of separation. And Ra calls this the path of um, at in, in ninety probably ninety nine percent of or ninety five percent of adepts would do the magical path. And but Ra calls this the path of groping in the moonlight. Um, that it's like trying to view reality from the perspective of like a a well-lit moon, you know, full moon, you can see a lot, but also it can deceive. Is that really a, uh, what is that over there? Is that a rock or is that a, you know, a living thing? I can't really tell if you're Mm -hmm. groping in the moonlight, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the, the adept path is mostly groping in the moonlight. Ross says few are able to grasp the light of the sun. Uh, most are groping in the moonlight. And what the negative adept does is gropes in the moonlight and then gets epiphanies occasionally of the light of the sun, wholeness. And then, you know, Ross says the statement of tosses their head back in grim laughter preferring the darkness um, and then go like sees the full picture and then sees like the path to the full picture is not wholeness but rather uh, an inflammation of of separation is like they, they see the wisdom of the separation <coughs> but the positive path you know uh, the adept would who's groping in the moonlight, for example. Um, and these things aren't bad. I mean, that's yeah. why they're, they're, they're time tested. For example, you know, these Kriya yoga and different kinds of breathing techniques. Um, I mean, the, the society of the golden dawn would be one, another one. Um, but there's always going to be distortions inside them, you know, so you still have to use a lot of discernment. Yeah. 
but the point is is that here one does spiritual like you open up the spiritual uh, organs this uh, higher perception mm-hmm. and you do kind of exercises like you would your body um and then but it, but there's always this sense of <clears throat> ascending 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 so putting on layers of more gnosis layers of more gnosis mm-hmm. of like uh Mm, you know, like getting stronger. Yeah. To arrive to some kind of unit of consciousness. Um, and then, you know, sort of these cities, cities being the, I guess, Buddhist word for magical capacities. <clears throat> and I think that, uh, the, in my opinion, the time to do high magic in that sense is ending because it's very appropriate in third density because the veil is here and you can actually intent you can learn to use the veil yeah uh through faith by doing these exercises which on one hand you don't see an immediate result uh maybe for like long-term immediate result on the other hand um you do it in faith trusting that it's gonna pay off Mm -hmm. and it does because that's what pierces the veil as faith and will yeah process but i think fourth density as we're moving into fourth density what will become more important because fourth density is going to be necessarily it's more of a mystical thing it's more of a unit of consciousness where even the sense of ecclesia church you know ecclesia is one one heart one mind a gathering of one heart one mind is what ecclesia means even ecclesia comes to its full consummation in fourth density as the social memory complex forms this do you know what that is i've heard of raw talking about in concept of like they're they're their own they're like more of a social concept <clears throat> well a, a, a social memory complex is just a fancy it's a raw raw ease <clears throat> for saying um a, a communitarian organism where it's like your cells, you know, you're a communitarian organism, but your cells aren't conscious. They're aware, but they're not conscious. Yeah. Uh, they're not con- are they conscious at the level of being a cell, but they don't have self-conscious. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Conscious means thinking with, you know, having sentience with something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but a social memory complex in fourth density is happens because there's transparency of energy in fourth density one cannot hide one's own everything yeah, um, it's all a part of the the blockchain yeah and and i mean the veil is removed and you know words are chosen only if net only if wanted it's not necessary you, you use telepathy and it's a different kind of full communication that i experience whatever you're giving me as as if it were my experience this is something that takes place in fact in third density in between lives whatever we did to somebody else blessing or or not um or if we've heard somebody say we will as part of our growth and karma and growth and love and law of responsibility and all these things that Ra talks about we will actually feel as if we were that person to whom we did this thing to like that is part yeah. of it's the karma uh, the way we would perceive karma a little bit right mm-hmm. so that that happens in fourth density immediately um and so over time the the big 
the first half of fourth density is this entire the planet <clears throat> of that's populated by different beings all come together into one unified consciousness that's it's kind of like the internet but it's a spiritual thing yeah no it makes sense I guess so your point is to do a magical ascension we're already heading that way anyway kind of we're already moving in the fourth density so you're already kind of you're trying to like you know hit a grand slam in ninth inning when you know we're already winning by five or something when you're really you just we just need like a we need more service we need we, base need, hit, like, we need love we need service right here so if people are doing magical works but it's for the sake of being an adept for its sake alone right then it's not helpful i don't think it's kind of like a, a hermit right who goes off and is like really ascended but he only talks to one person every <laughs> 10 years well i mean, the path if you're doing a service to others the path of being say a hermit or whatever you you do actually do it render the world a great service in a sense because you're becoming um an incarnated nodal point where higher love and light can actually come into and and truly affect the human collective even if you're all by yourself but you're doing it because you are becoming one with all that is intentionally so um you're not alone physically you might be but you're not actually alone on the other hand what i'm saying in the magical work is uh you know people talk about you know the correct postures and you have to do this ritual exactly like this mm -hmm. and even the law of one i mean just to bring in the raw contact was extremely high right. level white magic the bible in a certain, thing, certain, a certain way direction i mean just inches yeah. and it made a difference in all of that and it's true or i'm not saying it's not true uh but there are other ways of approaching and bringing in other ways that you know uh, um that can affect change. Mm -hmm. And one of the merits, say, of Christianity at its mystical levels, I think the original levels, but also I would say one of maybe even um, karma yoga, I think is, or what is the yoga that is based in compassion? Um, it's loving service and- I'm not sure. Yeah, I, 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 I can't remember, it's terrible. But, you know, this idea that, um, if you can imagine a waterfall and what, and let's say at the very bottom of the waterfall would be um, the most kind of dualistic sense of reality and third density. Mm -hmm. And then the top of the waterfall would be total unit of consciousness taking place maybe at like the violet ray, mm -hmm. all right? Like above the adept level, yeah, um, sacramental level. And what I think Christianity at its greatest expression and wholest expression, um, not well understood, but definitely there in the tradition, is to where one, as Paul says, Paul the Apostle puts on the mind of Christ, like the heart mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. And Bourgeau talks about this a lot. But this sense of becoming uh, un unified in God here and... In the, in the immediacy, you know, seeing everything as the sacraments. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then what happens is, is that one is then only really interested, even if you're starting from the very bottom, one is really only interested in the sacramental level. 
to where all the other levels which exist in between, let's say, the bottom of the waterfall and, and the very top exist, but ultimately aren't satisfying or interesting. Yeah. Um, whereas the magical level, uh, you know, like witches and, um, you know, sort of the, yeah, witchcraft and <clears throat> all these things, they, they have their place um, and people are very interested in them. Uh, but they're, they can get very uh, entrapped, say, at their particular level on the waterfall. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing because the creator learns about the creator self through right. these people's experiences. But then mistake whatever level they're at is for the highest and greatest, and it's not. Yeah. Uh, and so magical traditions, you know, you get to see the different levels and experience the different levels and learn how to climb up that waterfall through doing these different rituals. That's absolutely wonderful. But what I'm saying is if you move to the mystic and then you learn how to achieve, you know, be, enjoy units of consciousness, it's like taking the full logos in here, mm-hmm. uh, inside me as me with these hands and this place, then what's really strange is that you, one can often experience paraphenomena, yeah. <laughs> say, uh, experience them as, as just a matter of course, just almost naturally as, as a side note, even if they're not that interesting anymore. Yeah. Does that make any sense yeah, at all? Yeah, no, it does. It does. Because... I'm going to um, turn. I mean, so just, just to kind of have this here is remember the magical, the way I understand the magical is kind of like the person is below and then does rituals and it sort of brings in the above and the person also strengthens their sort of psychic and subtle body architecture in order to handle the greater energy. And so there's this kind of slow union from the below and the above coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like you're calling it into you. Mm-hmm. You're, um, but the mystical would be like the person is in their density. And then if you could imagine like the, the God fullness is coming from below and then coming inside the person's body from t- which is above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's like this slow incarnating reality that is safe because it's it's in through and as the very third density mm-hmm. and the fullness of wholeness of luminosity, the wholeness of God is coming inside the person and then leaking out mm-hmm. to the world. So you move, not no longer I, but Christ who lives within me. Christ, mm-hmm. the fullness. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> then centering prayer for me is still probably the more boot camp-like, like intense way. Because you build the muscle of kenosis. Mm-hmm. And building the muscle of kenosis, what that means. Kenosis is this Greek notion uh, of self-emptying, of allowing, surrendering, mm-hmm. um, what we might call metaphysically getting into the heart chakra, mm-hmm. uh, dying to the false self's desires of power, greater power, greater prestige, greater possessions, mm-hmm. and surrendering into um, seeing myself and others as from a 360 view. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this That is, in order to do that, is really learning how to be a living ink. 
Ross says, the ink is the great symbol, or ankh, however you say it, is the great symbol of um, the living reality that the divine, intelligent infinity um, gains in self and knowing itself through losing in some ways. It, the path of gaining is actually the path of losing. Um, there, there's no there's no manifested love that doesn't bear a price for that love. Uh, and, and so kenosis is what say, certainly what the Christian path is, um, this path of unity and oneness through surrendering to my need to be over and above you. (laughs) And it's both external and internal. So what centering prayer does is actually allows you to find inside you that place that resists connoting, resists the surrender um, and highlights it. Because as you know, the path, when you do centering prayer, you're going to think a hundred thoughts. And the goal of centering prayer is not to just like empty the mind but rather the goal of centering prayer is to learn how to release every single time a thought comes up and not get attached, nor get attached to the fact that you can't do it very well. Yeah, right. It's simply just to allow us to grow in the capacity to detach and let go in full forbearance, in full, this is okay too, but I don't Mm -hmm. need this thought. (laughs) Yeah. This is okay too, but I don't need this thought. So there's there's no demonization here. That is building the muscle of kenosis, and that lesson then can be given <clears throat> in every can be exor- exercised in every single moment of one's not centering prayer life. When you're off the mat and you're walking yeah. around, it's an embodied state. This is the contemplative life, the embodied state of being both rootedly here, radically here in this body, in the immediacy of this life, right now with these people in this way, mm-hmm. at this time, seeing the sacredness of that, uh, and then intentionally desiring to be an instrument, something sounded through a true person in that sense, person meaning the, the mask of that something is sounded through, mm-hmm. to be a true instrument where the highest and greatest good, the wholeness that is in me, that emerged from the very earth and coming inside me as, as humus, this earth thing, this body. Humus meaning of the earth, by the way, human, mm-hmm. humus. Coming in and through and out me. That desire to let God in and that desire to be used by God in the highest and fullest is actually the highest and fullest adept magical thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and centering prayer, for example, would be one of the greatest tools that I know to build kenosis. But one doesn't have to do centering prayer. If you're conscious of it and you ask for it, you can ask for the contemplative eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ra even says there's every person, there's no entity without a myriad of entities to help. All that is needed is to, be, is to ask. So you, for example, when you get up and you walk out that door and you're opening the door and you're walking out and every moment is a moment of I'm choosing the fullness of love here. I'm choosing the fullness of love here. When you're mentoring your people at work, when you're writing an email, 
Yeah. Maybe it's about mundane things about, you know, money, whatever. Yeah. Can you write it, even if it's just the same words you've ever written, but can you write it from the intention of a blessing? Yeah. That may the recipient of this receive some form of love that brings them into a level of joy, mm-hmm. a higher perspective to note that they are themselves uh, gorgeous and and that they deserve to take up space because they are God in yeah. this third density experience. Like, can that be that? You know, when you when you shake someone's hand, can you be conscious that the fullness of God who is is now activated in you is transferring energy um, of a high level that this person who maybe is also God, but not enjoying a fuller activated yeah there's a potentiated uh, fullness <laughs> and it and they are in potential of course full god mm-hmm. but you can activate that through intentionally passing this energy in a highest and level a blessing you know and just and you're just doing mundane things and you're not saying oh i'm blessing you it's just may you be blessed in the spirit or like when you go down in the elevator you know can you press a button and then while you're there just pray for all the people that are going to take that elevator today that when they walk in here that there's something uh, greater that's happening it's stirring inside them and there's a sense of unity and union where they're enjoying the mystery of of oneness do you see yeah yeah that that is high magic man that's why you're saying like the centering prayer is the boot camp but it it should lead you to what yeah, I just said, but you can also it, yeah. be intentional about it. Yeah. Also. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, with 